Hello and welcome to the MCU News. On the wire today, we have news, lots of news. But first, Hawkeye trailer, Ralph Bonis. What? Well, Ralph, just Ralph. This is a bonus episode. There was a Hawkeye yeah, trailer. It's just a Ralph episode. Now, before we get into the Hawkeye trailer, I want to I want to put Tyler on the spot here. And I put him on the spot. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's not actually a question for you. I'm just gonna air your dirty laundry. Which is the day before the Hawkeye trailer released. Tyler said to me, I don't know why we're getting this now. Why would I watch that Christmas when I'm in Spider-Man hype and multiverse hype? And this trailer answered that question. I feel Yeah, like. it did. <laughs> and that's that. By un- playing. Unlike by Iron playing. Man 3, which came out in May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one thing. Iron Man 3 was I think it was the first it was it first, the phase the first two. it was the first phase two the first well I was thinking it was the first um, Marvel film that I saw in theaters yeah I first saw Marvel film that I saw Paul, in theaters and I'll get to that story and whenever we do an Iron Man 3 episode gotcha yeah but uh but yeah I saw it and I was like yeah it, it was kind of weird walking out in the hundred degree weather, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's like a Christmas movie. Was, oh, I, you weren't on this green room episode. It was literally like, no, I'll pass. Um, that's how I felt leaving the boss baby too. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, it, it's set at Christmas and it's about Christmas. It's literally about like how people don't, like families don't talk to each other on Christmas, but they have to because it's Christmas. Like it is very yeah. like it's I don't want to compare the boss baby to to my own work, but it reminded me of a, a leprechaun selling his soul to the devil for a shamrock shake uh, a little bit. So Alec Baldwin sell my out. soul for a shamrock shake. Hey, yeah, yeah, sell my soul for a shamrock. my Scottish, my Scottish. You're your your Shrek on your Shrek. Yeah. So I will say I, I did okay. see. Hawkeye. Where's my shamrock shake? Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. So the Hawkeye trailer, I did see some people, and I, these this was not a joke. These were people being serious. And I was just like, are you, are you kidding me, guys? Come on. Is uh, They were like, this kind of looks like if there was a Marvel Shane Black movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, we had a Marvel. We had a Marvel we, Shane we Black. We had that. And people got mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like it's just because you know Shane Black, all of his movies are set at Christmas. And it's like this was like a Marvel Shane. Oh, we yeah, we had it. So don't disrespect Shane Black that way. Um, interesting enough, I thought the first time I saw this trailer, I was really into it, but now I'm just kind of like, it looks it looks good. I think I'm gonna enjoy it. The most exciting thing about it to me is the Christmas setting. Um, like, I love Christmas stuff. I think, well. I'll be honest. The reason I'm a little less excited now is because when I saw the trailer the first time, I had a theory that watching it a second time more closely, I already feel like it's been disproven, which I was like, why is Linda Cardellini not in this? Are they separated because of being Ronan? I'm like, ooh, that'd be really interesting. And like, loneliness Hawkeye at Christmas, you know? Like, I love loneliness at Christmas. And that's why he's living in New York, because they're separated for the time, and they're going to try again at Christmas. I'm like, that could give like some heavy themes to this, because the thing is like, Yes, Tyler, I want this to be fun. It looks fun. But yeah. if Jeremy Renner is finally getting to dive into Hawkeye, I still want him to get, like, material. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to just be fun. I want there to be a mm. serious side to this. Not, I don't want it to be totally serious. It should still be, like, you know, as I said, it should be still a good time. But, yeah. Um, I I think Linda Cardellini was not there because she is also off saving the day. Well, and she thought, well, maybe maybe Hawkeye could, you watch know, the watch the kids this one time while she goes and hangs out with Mystery Inc. OK. And uh, tries to solve my, my response to you is going to be that she hasn't done those movies at over. You probably think that Coolsville sucks. <laughs> Iconic moment. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is rewatching the trailer. I noticed he's talking to someone on the phone. He's like, baby, I'm sorry. I'll be there as soon as I can. And to me, that made it sound more like he's like, you know, he's on the phone with Linda Cardellini. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, I would rather than like, I don't know, maybe I, I projected an entire different story for the show, I guess, from the first time I watched the trailer. Where I was like, oh, like he must be like trying to get back with his wife and like he wants the kids on his side. And that's the point of the scene. 
And I was like, that would be a really interesting perspective to take because, you know, he lost everyone. But Linda Cardellini, you know, he comes back to her and he's like been a he's been a murderer for five years. Right. So like. Right. Like she'd be like, I need some distance probably because to her it hasn't been that long. Um, yeah. But would she would she leave the kids with him? Yeah. If they're just doing a trial separation and like Christmas, like that's the thing. means like to me, Christmas is always such a great deadline in things, you know, like in like like in. I can't think of an example. Like in my play, <laughs> besides my play. But like, you know, Christmas right. Day is a good deadline always. Like it's got to be done by Christmas. So maybe it's like they decided we're going to try to do Christmas together as a family and see how that goes. And Hawkeye like wants the kids on his side for that. And of course the kids want their dad on their side. This, this is my whole projection of it. Because also, you know, the thing is there's such a long tradition of Christmas movies being about like a broken family coming back together. So I was like, oh, that must be what this is about. But then it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much. Maybe that is what this is. Maybe he's on, like, the line with someone else. I don't know. Maybe he's on the line with his daughter, you know? Like, you still call your daughter baby. I'm sorry. You know, Maybe like, maybe his daughter at some point is going to be like, Dad, you it, remember in Avengers Endgame when you called me Hawkeye and you were teaching me how to shoot a bow? And, and now Kate you're calling Haley Steinfeld okay, Hawkeye? Let's, yeah. let's be real here. <laughs> Haley, she's lucky. Look, Let's look at the case of Cassie Lang, right? Emma Furman played her in Endgame. Uh, but they got someone more famous to play her in Ant-Man Quantumania, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, so let's be real. The other Hawkeye, the, the Hawkeye juniors should be happy they were invited back and they were just replaced by Haley Steinfeld playing dual roles. Uh, uh, but no, like to me, the most appealing part of this besides the Christmas thing is that it doesn't look like there'll be superpowers in it, hopefully. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exciting. But even like, yeah, you know, I think so, too. Winter Soldier, I mean, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, obviously the Super Soldier Serum played into it a bunch. I'd rather this just be like gang warfare and like people wanting revenge. Oh, well, and I think it's really cool. Um, something that we've not necessarily got to is someone that doesn't, someone off the streets, just an ordinary citizen who does not have superpowers yet emulates their favorite superhero and decides to try to go out and and you see uh, yeah that's what's interesting. make a difference you know because yeah. we've not really got that up to this i was point. gonna say yeah 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 we have not got really street level heroes the closest we have is black widow <clears throat> who's a super spy you know so it's not really the same thing and i guess right. falcon now but he's still now he has like a cool suit like you know like yeah really this is just Two people with bow and arrow fighting gangs, and I really hope that's what it stays. Um, you know, like I think that'd be really fun. I I love the New York Christmas setting. To be, I know I've said that before, but it's like you know, New York at Christmas. Even though I've never been there, like you, you know, New York and Christmas always pops up in movies, and it's such like a good setting because you know, such a pretty, so pretty. Uh, but you know, like it's nice, and also like I feel like this is me speaking for New Yorkians, um, but like. New York Christmas hasn't really, you know, been a thing these last few, well, last year because of the pandemic. So it's like, oh, this is yeah. like a nice nostalgic time to, to yeah. that and everyone being able yeah. to get together. I was going to say this, this felt a lot like, this felt a lot like something that I would see come out around Christmas. Yeah, time. it's like, the tagline you know, is brilliant. The tagline brilliant tagline let's be real yes uh um i do have a kind of a funny little story so the first time that i watched this trailer um i was i was getting around in the morning making my coffee and as it's as it's making um in the coffee maker i was like oh well i'm like i got i think i got a text from you and you were like yeah, uh, it's like the Hawkeye trailer. you know I, the trailer i sent the you the poster up. didn't i so, yeah i think i sent you the yeah poster. yeah and i was like i was like that is such a good poster so it is a good poster. i turn on i turn on uh the tv and i load up youtube and um apparently i had watched a movie the night prior and the volume had been up quite a bit because i <laughs> forgot about that and so I turn on this trailer <laughs> and then all of a sudden the house was quiet except for the coffee maker. It was really peaceful. And then all of a sudden it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> it's just blaring through the house. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's, t- let's turn it down. But, uh, but still, it, 
it got me really got me really excited. The trailer got me really excited. Um, I will say, like what you said, uh, I agree. The second time watching it through is kind of like okay. Um, it really does get a lot by on like the surprise of it being such a. It, it calms, yeah. I think yeah. it calms down a lot more the second watch through. However, there's still a ton in the trailer to yeah. pay attention to, and I really, I really like that. Yeah, um, if, it's a trailer we, with rewatchability. And we did not mention the big part of the trailer that set the internet ablaze, which is Rogers when Abomination fights Wong. Oh, yeah, Rogers, it's <laughs> a bigger deal. Yes, Rogers the musical. I might finally get my musical episode. <laughs> I swear, I really hope there's a fight. Like, I hope so. It looks like to me from the trailer, like they're leaving the musical, right? Like from in the yeah. first episode. I hope we return to it later on. There's like a bomb threat at the theater or something. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like Hawkeye has to break into the theater and like fight some people in there during the show, and the dancers. And like, they think ah! they think the fight. They think the, the fight is part of the show. Uh, yeah, that like, would be like, funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, wow, the effects got so much better. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm writing a whole bit here. Right? I've it's seen like, they, like I've Hawkeye seen this three gets, times. Hawkeye <laughs> gets tickets to the previews. Uh, and yeah. like, he's like, eh, maybe you guys could work on it a bit. And then he comes back on opening night, and that's when like the threat is there. And like the critics are like, this is so boring. But all of a sudden, arrows are whizzing by their face. They're like, this is so immersive. <laughs> 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 they should have yeah. Reeve Carney needs to egg a cameo here. Come on. Yes. Get Reeve Carney here. And Patrick Page. Patrick Page can play. Um, oh my gosh. Who should Patrick, Patrick Page, Page play? Um, cause I don't he think he's be a Loki. Like, no, I don't think he can be Loki. He can't be Loki. No, I was going to say, I was going to say Patrick Page could be like the director of the show. No, here's my pitch. What if Patrick Page gets a big, so it's Rogers, the musical, but I'm assuming it's the first act is Captain America one. The second act is the Avengers, right? That's, that's how I would structure the show as a playwright in the MCU. Yeah. Um, um, and so at the beginning of act two, he gets a good friend who, Sings about how he's such a big fan of Captain America. That's right. Patrick Page is Agent Coulson. And he gets a big death dirge. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. Let's do I, this. Yeah. And Reef Carney's got to be Loki. Come on. That, that's the obvious choice. Reef Carney's got to be Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so Hawkeye will, uh, it will release November 24th. Um, it has is it eight episodes? It's six episodes. So it will be done on six uh, episodes. So it will be done the week yeah. after Christmas, actually. So unless they double mm. up, um, we will say right now we're going to allude to this, but we'll get into it more when we get closer to it. We are going to cover Hawkeye a bit differently because of the holidays. Um, yes, we will cover it a little differently, but we will cover all the episodes. So you'll find out more about that when we get closer to release because it doesn't make much sense for me to give you these plans like now two months before it comes out yeah um, yeah yeah disney decided or yeah disney marvel decided to uh overload the end of the year calendar here and the matrix stuff, is coming which, out too <laughs> that's true it's like the and, Mar- there's marvel stuff but there's the matrix bond also. bond bond is like two weeks from now craig bond five it's yeah two weeks it's- Two weeks, yeah. October's that you in what, June, and nothing's in November. Nothing interesting. You know in November. You know what's in Hawkeye starts, but well, and Eternals. Not there's no interesting non-Marvel stuff. That's all. Non, non. Oh yeah, yeah. Besides, like a war. And then of stuff, course, like. of course, we have uh, next week. We have Yummy. I was going to say. I was. I was thinking you're going to say tomorrow, which will be before this came out. Like before uh, this episode comes out, is a Dear Evan Hansen. So, <laughs> upcoming Marvel release dates. Uh, Marvel Studios has announced five more release dates. Um, and then we have two one the, that was not yeah. announced. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Or they've, re- they've announced seven more. No, no. Was it seven or. So, yeah, seven more release dates. So, they no, no. They announced. Sorry, I got to just get it clear. They announced, I believe, five more release dates, and the first two were dates we had. No, excuse me. I'm wrong. So we have seven dates here. They had already announced the July date. We, they just haven't put anything on it. Gotcha. The other ones are new. Sorry. Go on. This yep. is your news. Okay. To, so, sorry. So, I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. We have our first date is July 28, 2023. 
The second date is October 6, 2023, followed by November 10, 2023, then February 16, 2024, May 3, 2024, July 26, 2024, and November 8, 2024. Uh yeah, so we are, it's looking like we were are, we are already getting Guardians 3 and Ant-Man 3 in 2023, yes. um, both in February and May, I believe. Um, and yes. then we're going to be getting three be more films. So we'll have five films, five MCU films in 2023, along with four films along in 2024. Along with whatever Spump tries to throw at us, too. That's well, Spump's gonna- uh, it's SSU... Formerly known as Spunk. Okay, remember yeah, right, you got me. It's a, yeah, the Sue Spunk. I'm gonna sue. The Sue Spunk. I'm gonna sue them. I'm gonna sue. Okay, <laughs> that was their so, reaction when like uh, they're like, you can't have Tom Holland. We're gonna sue you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, did you know? Did you know in X Men Dark Phoenix they originally <laughs> wanted the. Sp- <laughs> just, no, just listen. You said Sue, so it reminded me of something. In X Men Dark Phoenix, they originally wanted the Dabari. To be the scrolls. Yeah. And then they were like, nah, we're gonna get sued. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, good call. Anyways, so back on task. Um, so Danny, I thought it'd be fun if we go through here and we give our predictions for um these Marvel release dates. Um, we should let we all do the a- fans oh sorry, do what? No, we should on, let please. all the listeners know that as of right now, there are four projects that for films that do not have confirmed dates but they have been confirmed as being in production and those are fantastic four blade deadpool three and cap four captain america four now a captain america sequel yeah now from this point on we will discuss the latest dates of marvel movies and possible spoilers for future dates we do not plan to have knowledge of said future dates but we'll gladly take full credit if they come true we will not address any leaks and further, further legal commentary. Yes. Yes. Um, do we want to do this? Uh, we all go like all your dates and all my dates. Or do we want to do it date by date? Date by date. Okay. Date by date. Guess hey. what musical that's from? Uh, clearly it's from Hamilton. It's from, Rogers. It's from Godspell, you uncultured swine. It's from Rogers. Oh, okay. Yes. From Rogers, the musical, the only important musical. Yeah. Okay. Besides, so, turn off the dark. <laughs> yeah, aside from that, yeah. Okay, so July 28, 2023. Uh, what is your prediction? Uh, I think uh, it's, well, initially I wanted to guess something else, but honestly, my first two are the ones we have directors confirmed for. So I went with Fantastic Four because we have a director for it. It might be a bit of a quick turnaround from Spider-Man Far From Home, but, I mean, No Way Home, but I think it's more likely Spider-Man gets the July, I mean, Fantastic Four gets the July date than the October date. So, mm. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in agreement that Fantastic Four um, I will look to come out in July. On, yeah, July 28. Um, it's a it's summer blockbuster season and Fantastic Four is a good is, team up film to even and, it's, and people are people are hyped about this film, too. Um, to see well, what the MCU will do uh, with the Fantastic say, Four. I think yeah. the hype for this movie more depends on the casting. Um, than yes, more of it, which we we've have not so many, got yet. Um, we've seen so many Fantastic Four movies. It's kind of like, all right, you know. Um, what I will also say about this um, date is that even though it's the July date, it's really the August date. Yeah, like when, yeah. It's like when Guardians came out. You know, this is a this is a mm-hmm. summer date. So, um, yeah. So. October 6, 2023. Yep. October 6, 2023. I think this one will come out. They'll come out with Deadpool 3. Um, at, at this date, uh, if I believe right, they came out with the first two Deadpools in October. No, you're totally wrong. No, am I totally wrong? Yeah, and okay. I'll explain why when I explain where I put Deadpool 3. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That just makes sense. Okay. No. Uh, I think Deadpool 3 will come out in October 6, 2023, because Deadpool... Okay, so October's kind of a dead month in cinemas. And aside from your, like, horror films, 
You know, it's like been, it's been changing. It's been changing because Joker it has so much it money has. there. Um, and right. Venom well, and No and Time to Die are coming out next month. And exactly. Dune. Yeah. Yeah. I say that, and now now we're getting No Time to Die and Dune. You know, um, and of course Venom. So, but I think that's a really good place for Deadpool three to go because they know that's going to bring people in because of the, the success of Deadpool one and two, and people want to see how Deadpool is going to fit into the MCU. Um, so I think uh, ten six twenty three is a really good date for Deadpool three. Uh, what do you think? I think it's going to be Blade, and the main reason is we have a director for Blade. Um, but mm. also the thing about Blade is Blade is vampires. Blade is horror. Um, there's also a rumor going around that we haven't reported on because it's a rumor. But if this rumor is true, it would imply that next year we're going to get some Blade lead in as a Disney Plus special. I haven't put that in the news, mm. but it's all it's all rumors. Uh, that there's yeah. going to be a Halloween Marvel special that will lead into Blade. And in that case, you put it out the year before and you go like, because I don't think Blade makes no sense to July for me. That's the thing. Like Blade can't be July. Not at all. It's an off season hero, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So at least for the reboot, it's an off season. Maybe for the sequel, you can move it to the summer. But for the first one, I think it's got to be off season. And in that case, I put it in October. It will play the whole month as the Halloween horror movie. I mean, it should be the Halloween superhero movie. It's not going to be a horror movie. Um, and, I think that's a good date for it too, because usually the ones the six like Joker, not good movie, but it is a darker superhero movie. Venom marketed as a darker superhero movie, even though it's like a little doofy, you know? Like Yeah. I think October what about, fits the October burn. What about Brightburn? What about Brightburn? When did that That came out on Labor not Labor Day, Memorial Day weekend, which is very weird. That's that, very weird. That yeah. should have been that should have been off season. <laughs> that, yeah. that should not have been put out in summer. But yeah. 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 Okay. So uh our next date is November 10, 2023. What are your thoughts? Uh honestly, it's just something we're off my uh Tyler kind of convinced me of this, but it's I I'll put Cap 4 here. I want to Cap 4 in July, but then I thought, eh, there's not a director yet. I think this makes the most sense. By the time this is out, it will have been about over two years. God. Uh, it will have been over two years since Falcon and Winter Soldier, so it will be time to see Captain America again. And Tyler, tell me why you picked it, because that's the other very convincing thing. It's 11 uh, 11 is November uh, November 11th. <laughs> it's, it's Veterans Day, yeah. which what better time to come out with a Captain America movie than Veterans Day, which is yeah. about a U.S. veteran. And the, yeah, um, the thing that's really the key there is that normally that would be on November 3rd if you were going for that first November. Uh, you know, yeah. the first uh, uh, November date that's usually pretty popular. Uh, but it is on Veterans Day, so it's like, yeah, yeah, you have a point, you know. Yeah, they, they, hit, a, they hit a sweet spot there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's that's literally the only reason that I think, and I think in November a cap a Captain America movie is gonna do well there. Yeah. So, um, all right. So our next date is February 16, twenty twenty four, um, and this is where Danny, you've got Deadpool three. Yes, the first Deadpool released in February, and no, regardless of what we want to say about it, Deadpool three will function in as a quasi-reboot to Deadpool, even if it is R-rated, because we are putting him in a new cinematic universe, and at this point, it will have been six years since the last film. Which True. Vital. The thing is, though, is, like, Ryan Reynolds keeps him in our minds, so really, like, everyone will be excited for Deadpool to come back once the marketing is going, especially because, you know, Ryan, yeah. even under the Disney, like, with Free Guy, that is under the Disney, it's Fox, but it's under the Disney umbrella. Ryan Reynolds still did his wacky marketing for it, you know? So he will still mm-hmm. be doing his good marketing. Uh, I think putting in February makes sense. Uh, I hope the writers, um, fingers crossed. The one problem I don't like with Deadpool 2, and it's a problem that's weird because I think the movie actually works because of this issue, but I don't like that they killed his girlfriend off. But if you remember the postcard scene of Deadpool 2, he brings her back to life. Uh, that's true. The romance part of the first Deadpool movie was, I think it's the best part of the first Deadpool movie. Um I think the first Deadpool movie is fine. I, the second one is good, but the first one's fine. Um, but the romance is good, so I think putting it in February um, and bringing it back to bringing it back to the roots of the Deadpool franchise in February makes a lot of sense to me. Also, the fact that it will be rated R to me, February is a good place to do that experiment. Uh, I say experiment because it's an experiment under the Disney label. 
with Marvel Studios. Mm. I I think also um, for the yeah, yeah sorry also it doesn't have a director yet so I'm just kind of like yeah this makes sense the rumor director mm. is Sean Levy I keep seeing him around but again rumors so rumors it's almost someone could write a play called that hmm. all right um <laughs> so I think uh, February 16, twenty four we will see Blade and uh this february is black history month and i think that uh well i don't think it did do extremely well uh black panther like, did think, extremely well i think blade I th- is relevant for black history month <laughs> <laughs> no, no. i was Sorry, no, go i was going to say i was going to say i think black panther did did it well did and then i'm like no i know well. it did it did extremely well it did extremely well and with the I would I would totally be on the on your blade train Danny with it coming out in October because at its core it is a vampire horror movie. I mean they could make it horror movie. They've ta- even talked about you know uh looking at more like the horror elements of the MCU with this character. Um but I think that Blade Mahershala Ali has has to step up and uh, I don't want to say he has to step up and fill that gap that Chadwick Boseman did. But I think that we need that representation, you know, um, uh, I think, well, I think it would fit. I get what well you're saying, there. but I do want to yeah. counter and say, well, then not we've already established why it should be in November, but can't you put cap four also in there for black history month? Cause Anthony, Matthews that is true. Also, that is very yeah, true. Yeah. A good face yeah. for that. So, but yeah, that is that is very true. Yeah, of course, veteran. The thing is, the the key is Veterans Day. That's the key. Of Cap the key, yeah. yeah, that's the key. So, of, that's why Cap, yeah, Cap yeah. Four fits fits yeah. in there. But I think I think that new character works works well to go in at the beginning of the year. Um, and also, I I need Blade to be before these further these further dates. Well, the reason um, I like for my other stuff to work out. I like Blade. The reason, one reason I like Blade here compared to my plan is my plan is all sequels, um, whereas, or like team up movies. Yeah. Um, whereas Blade would be an original thing in this year, um, but then then again, I don't know. It's it, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not as it'll be that I'm curious. Um, but let's move on to the next date. Yeah, I and this. this I want is you actually, to say yours first. I want you to say yours this first. Is, that's kind of response okay. to yours. So this is the one that I think is May third. Uh, to be clear, May third. This is this is yeah May third, twenty twenty four. Is the one that I'm most excited to talk about. I think that's when we're going to get the Young Avengers to come out. Um, we've been setting up Young Avengers with uh Wiccan and Speed also Tommy and Billy from uh from WandaVision um and who knows if they'll be brought back to the MCU uh timeline proper to the prime timeline if they will go back to that um in Doctor Strange 2 um so we've got those two we've also got um in the hot new Hawkeye show that we just talked about we've got her coming in we have uh, Cassie Lang, also known as Stature. She's going to be introduced in Ant-Man 3, which is come, comes out at the beginning of uh, 2023. And so I we'll have her also, in there. Kid Loki will probably have a bigger role in season two. Yeah, Loki. Kid Loki. We already have Kid Loki introduced. I assume we'll get uh, Loki season two by then. We'll have Miss Marvel already out there. So we'll have... All of these young Avengers already set up and roaming around in the Disney Plus series and young Avengers can be the time we've not had uh, an Avengers team up film since then. Um, we've had uh, heroes team up, but we've not had the big, you know, solid team that stands up uh, for everyone, um, except unless we get that Fantastic Four you know, back in 2023. But, but yeah, I think this is the time for the Young Avengers to come out. Also, the beginning of May, end of April, beginning of May, is when... That's the big slot. That's the big slot. That's when we always got our previous Avengers films 
to come out. So I think putting Young Avengers there, it that's that's where you put it. That's you you don't put it put it any other time of the year because you want to give Young Avengers their full credit. You don't want to discredit your own characters. So give Young Avengers that. If I yeah, I say that's Young Avengers um on May 3rd, 2024. If we don't do Young Avengers movie. I think they'll go into a Disney Plus uh, recurring think, show. I think but. Young Avengers might still be a bit off at this point. Yeah. I think I would place it in twenty five. That's my thing. <clears throat> I think mm. we have. I'm going to say the option I erased, and the reason, I, but I'm also going to say what my actual option is. One option I yeah. considered was the Midnight, the Midnight Suns. I believe is what I said. Um, yeah, that's a team that would be Blade. And this that one would only work if Blade comes out the year before. It would not work if Blade's in the February slot. But it's a team of Blade, uh, Doctor Strange, and Moon Knight. And the main reason for that is that Moon Knight is coming out next year. It's um, I don't think it's done filming, but it's close to being done filming. So it will be out next year. Once it's out, they have Oscar Isaac on their payroll. They're going to want to bring him into the movies, right? And now they got his origin story out of the way. Where are they going to do that? Uh, at that po- by the time this comes out, it will have been two years since Doctor Strange two. Uh, no, yeah, it will be two years since Doctor Strange two. So Doctor Strange will be due to return in the movies. Him leading a team with Blade and Moon Knight sounds like like Ben DeCarnbach, Oscar Isaac, Mahershala Ali. That sounds like a good cast for me for an adventure. Um, mm-hmm. Don't know if we'll be this date. I do think we will eventually get that. That to me is the logical place to go with Doctor Strange three. Um, but you would title the Midnight Suns. You wouldn't actually call it Doctor Strange Two. Um, yeah, but Doctor instead Strange I will go with the Midnight Suns. Well, else we're building to right now, which is very clear, which is the Thunderbolts. Um, Thunderbolts. At this point, we should have had. I think there'll be enough stuff introduced that we can do that team. I know you can say something about Young Avengers, but I feel like I feel like it's more interesting to start with the villains and then do heroes afterwards. That's just like the vil- the villains come up. That team of villains comes up and fills the gap that the heroes yes, have left. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, either way, May 3rd, 2024, Thunderbolts or Young Avengers or I'll Midnight Suns or Midnight Suns. Yeah, yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, Zemo. OK, uh, so our next date is July 26, 2024. And Danny and I both have down the same thing. Well, I don't know. Cause you have Shang-Chi two down. You're right. but I have Shang-Chi. I, I should have put sequel. my, I should have put my so, full title. If you remember. Oh yeah, Shang-Chi that's true. And, what is your full title? Uh, Shang-Chi and Katie. Uh, let there be rings. <laughs> that, that has to be the title. You're right. Um, yeah, it's imp- honestly in a way I could see even Shang-Chi getting the May slot considering how well it's been doing. Um, mm-hmm. especially if my theory of Captain Marvel having a role in it is true. Uh, if so, I, if Captain Marvel, cause that theory is solely because of Destin Daniel Credit uh, and Brie Larson yeah. being friends. But if say Brie Larson was the thir- second or third build person in Shang-Chi 2, definitely gets the May slot. If not, I think the July slot makes sense for it. It's a good slot. I think it deserves that summer lucrative market after how well the first one's done. And yeah, it just, it makes sense. You know, like, Chung Chi's gonna get a sequel. This would be around the time to do it. It'd be yeah. a little under three years from the first movie. Yeah, a little under three years from the first movie. So it just makes sense. Right. Yeah. I I was thinking uh it right now is about the time. Um twenty twenty four would be about the time you know, it came out September 2021, so July 2024, people are going to be like, okay, where's my Shang-Chi sequel? You know, yeah, exactly. wh- like, let's get him, let's get him uh, really get, you know, let's get him involved in the MCU. Um, so I think that that's a really good moment for him to come back in, into play in the MCU. And like you said, like Shang-Chi right now is on its way to easily blast past Black Widow with box office records. I think it might have already um, done it. I'm not sure. Yeah. But by the time this yeah, episode's I'm, out, it will have done it. By the know? time this episode's out, exactly. Yeah. So Shang-Chi has been extremely well well received. And um and I think it moving and that's in September. So if that's how well the movie did in September when it, kids are going back to school and they're all, you know, everything's starting back up again. And of course, pandemic stuff too, you know? like Exactly, and the pandemic. Yeah. What it, What is it going to do in 2024 when hopefully the pandemic will be 
much kids much will be vaccinated less. by then that's the yeah thing. Well, hopefully like hopefully vaccinated. it will be uh much less uh subsided and um in being be. in that oh july God, yeah much better much be. better and <laughs> it being in july compared to september i mean that's that's blockbuster season you know baby. since she was originally before the pandemic hit it was scheduled for february like the black panther slot oh yeah so that's true interesting yeah um, this is a side note um, but yeah, we agree. Shang-Chi at this point, will, people will be like, give me that sequel. And I'll be like, yeah, here you go. And three years is about the amount of time it takes, you know. Uh, yeah. Weren't, the only person it's taken, like Taika, right? Like Thor, Eleven Thunder, like, yeah, about three years is what it was going to be after Ragnarok, you know, until the pandemic mm-hmm. was delayed a bit. But anyway, um, and, Ty- and the reason I use that is because Taika is a busy man, you know? He's such a busy man. So if he's a busy guy and he can get right. that in along with two other smaller well, movies, because a lot, a lot of Freden can do it. A lot of a lot of directors will like they they avoid going into um they avoid going into like taking a movie in the MCU because they're like, well, if I same thing with actors, um, is they're like, if I get sucked into this franchise. And I can't get out. I can't do other projects. To be and, honest, that you know, is really what happened to Elizabeth is, Olsen for a bit. Yeah. She was doing and, really well in the indie like scene and like talking about how good she's an actor. And then she disappeared for like four years because she gets stuck on the Marvel machine. But go on. But yeah. Well, and then, so and then Taika, like, you know, like I will say like, <laughs> yeah. And then I will say like Taika's just, he's still, he's like, okay, yeah, I did Thor Ragnarok. And then and, uh, uh, Chloe Zhao, you know, she shot an entire like, movie in between. Uh, Eter- like, you know, Nomadland was shot after Eternal shot. Yeah. yeah. And then Taika's like, okay, I'm, I'm also going to do Jojo Rabbit. And he has another uh, movie also in post, too. Yeah, there was also another wins. one that he did, too. It's not out yet uh, because gotcha. only members in and they have to reshoot. Uh, that's, to be very blunt, that's the reason why they got to reshoot. So Army Hammer's not the movie anymore. Um, so he mm. has to finish Thor before he can go back to that. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's a iffy situation there, but yeah. Yeah. But so then our last slot here is, uh, November 8th, 2024. Um, and Danny, do you want to, well, actually yeah. I'll say mine cause I actually yeah. find yours more interesting. Um, so I think eternal sequel, um, that it'll be time to, put an eternal sequel out there because the team up movies, that's, that's really, that's the bread and butter of the, of the, of the MCU. Um, that's, you know, people want to see these characters all interact with each other. And I think the eternal sequel will start seeing a lot more of people from outside things, you know, interacting with, with the eternals, other heroes interacting with the eternals thing to me about the eternal sequel is that i feel like eternals is entirely dependent on chloe Zhao. so the question will be if she wants to make this so i i know it's three years from then that if she wants to fit in a couple movies before then she might want to and because i know she has a dracula like a sci-fi dracula movie set up at universal that she really wants to do um mm. so the question is if she'll shoot that first and then come to eternals if so i'd say if eternals does get a sequel it'll be in 25 um not in 24 um gotcha and even then it's also like i don't even know if koei Zhao wants to do a sequel so we'll see you know? yeah yeah and i i think without her i think it'll be interesting to see if how they can continue the franchise fatter because it looks very much like her film from the trailers in a way i really don't think marvel movies have before outside yeah. of maybe thor but even then thor it's more in the writing than in how it looks so my yeah. guess is and this actually kind of ties into how i think young avengers might be the may 25 slot would be a Black Widow and Hawkeye movie starring uh, Yelena and Kate Bishop. Um, in my mind, this would function as uh, the basically the Captain America Winter Soldier before Avengers Age of Ultron for the Young Avengers. Uh, I think giving these two an adventure together where it's just the two of them before moving into Young Avengers with them would be an ideal thing to do because it looks like they're both... Obviously, they're sharing their debuts with their predecessors, so I think it'd be cool to finally get a Black Widow and Hawkeye movie. And people would like this would be like written as they're writing a Black Widow sequel, but it's really this Black Widow and Hawkeye movie with 
yeah. the two of them. Yeah. And I think Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld can handle a movie together. They are yeah. they do not they should not only be on TV. They're both great actresses. They could well, totally kill this. So And also and also this would be two characters that are being introduced in phase four, and we're not relying on prior characters from the previous phases exactly. to carry us through. Which Shang-Chi did I mean, it didn't, yeah, it had a a character from, you know, it had Trevor Slattery from a prior movie, but it didn't rely on him. He wasn't the backbone of the film but to carry was, it through. Wong was the backbone Wong, of the movie. Well, yeah. Yeah, Wong I mean, was, he was the, not yeah, the backbone I, I of the movie. <laughs> he wasn't, no, no. Uh, so, like, Wong was involved, yeah, Wong was involved, Abominations in, in there, um, but they were more of like references to be like, yeah, we're all in the same, same world, but it, yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I, I agree that I, I do want this movie, you know, uh, that you, you're talking about here proposing. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So, so we should just get think, black, uh, black widow and Hawkeye and, uh, what do we call it? Um, midnight suns. That's all. We don't even have a MC movie. Just the ones I pitched. We don't get anything else. No, that's it. That's all that's you it. get. Yeah. Sorry. We still need our Thunder. Josh. We still need our Josh Thanos who decides to double. We up can put everything. that in the February twenty five slot. Okay. Ah. Okay, cool. All right. Uh so our next bit of news, which we're gonna start going through these faster because I think we're both tired. Yeah. Um Disney announced their next few theatrical windows, which are for their movies will be forty five days. Um, and for the rest of the year, and then thirty days for Encanto, which is the animated Disney movie. Which might I just say, I guess it's okay. It's getting a thirty-day theatrical window, but a certain two movies in the last year didn't even get that. So I think Encanto could have survived going straight to Disney Plus. But this means Eternals will get a forty-five-day theatrical window, which. If Disney honors it, which is a big if, considering other news we'll talk about later, um, that would mean it would hit Disney Plus around Christmas, which would be pretty big, because Encanto will also hit around Christmas. So it will be a pretty, like, nice, look, you can check out the new Marvel movie and the new uh, Disney movie here on Disney Plus, and they can market it that way. But yeah, 45 days is still pretty good. <clears throat> um, movies, at because by the time, you know, Christmas comes around, Spider-Man will be out, and The Matrix Resurrections will be out and other stuff. Let's be real. I only care about, well, I don't really care about the Matrix, but I will go see Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, right. I still I still can't believe how you were like, I will not see the third one in your letterbox review it of Far From I, Home. Because it's, I don't <laughs> like Far From Home. I think it's a complete misunderstanding of what I like about Spider Man. Kind of like the what if episode where he goes, "Hey, let's just let's just ignore tragedy and put a happy face on." Anyway, Tyler, give me so some. Uncle Ben, that's what Uncle Ben told him. Uncle Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Ben once said something very famous to me: "With great power comes great putting a smile on your face." <laughs> comes great <laughs> smiles. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, Marvel Video Games has announced that it uh, it is once again partnering with Insomniac Games to release two PlayStation 5 exclusives. Um, the first one being Spider-Man 2, which is... Should have been titled Spider-Man. Yes, it should be Spider-Man. <laughs> um, because it will feature both Peter Parker and Miles Morales as they must team up to beat none other than... Venom. Venom, 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 you are going to what hit him. <laughs> so uh, it, you can watch the trailer, uh, Marvel Entertainment, on the Marvel Entertainment YouTube channel. Um, they have put it, put it up. Um, Tony it, Todd's this voicing game, Venom. Do what? Tony Todd is voicing Venom. Yeah. Uh, and this, unlike, unlike uh, Sp- the two prior Sp- Insomniac games, Spider-Man, uh games for the playstation 4 and okay so spider-man was released on playstation 4 
And then I think it was also um, they did like a revamp for um, they yeah, did they a PS5. It. They remastered it. Yeah, remaster for Morales. PS5. Yeah. And then Miles, yeah, they they paired it with Miles Morales. Then Miles Morales, uh, Miles Morales cool came out, and it came out on PS5 and PS4. However, Spider Man Two. Is exclusive to PS5 only. Sorry, Xbox. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Stadia. Sorry, um, I mean, people who complain Nintendo about Switch people. But so here's the thing to me about the people who complain about this. Okay, Wolverine. Sorry to jump ahead, but to complain about that being exclusive to PS5, sure. But with Spider Man, it's made by Sony. I guess I don't. I don't want to talk to about Wolverine before you actually talk about it. Sorry, but like. Sony is a Spider-Man franchise as much as we hate yeah. to admit it. Like, so I, yeah. I being like, why can't Spider-Man be on Switch? I'm just like, it's whatever, you know, like get over it, like get over it, nerds. Well, Sorry. Yeah, like, and I, I understand, <laughs> I understand that's why that's yeah. why, you know, that's why. Well, I'm not it's I'm not directing at you. I'm directing at people who I've seen people be like, yeah. why can't we port this? I'm like, well, Sony paid for it, so it's not gonna be. Yeah, well, this. no, <laughs> no, and I and I, I agree with you. Um yeah. Spider-Man 2 will come out in 2023. Um, and also uh, Marvel Marvel Games has <laughs> announced, yes, uh, a, t- a game titled Wolverine. The reveal trailer is out on Marvel Entertainment's YouTube channel. Uh, this game will be exclusive to PS5. However, we do not have a release date or year just Let yet. Let me as play it as is X-23. Very early. It is in very early development. Let me play as X-23. Oh, that's that's true. They could have something called I X-23. Like X-23. X-23. Do what? I like X-23. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so, uh, so yeah, it, it does look like you are going to play as Logan um, Wolverine from the, from the trailer. Um, there are literally the trailer just shows a bar all torn up and sitting at the bar is Wolverine. You don't see his face. You just see his hand on the bar and a guy gets off the, gets off the ground and starts walking towards Wolverine. And then you see Wolverine's claws come out. And then that's when we go to title card. Um, still really, really cool. Um, I have a speculation that, um, this will, this Wolverine in the game will be, will hopefully be voiced by Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman has been reported as being seen on, uh, seen in talks with Marvel, me like meeting with Marvel recently. And so it's just, that's totally speculation. And how cool would it be? He's like, he's like, hey, I, my body, you know, I'm not going to put my body through, through, through that, you know, getting ready to like play Wolverine again, but I'll, I'll sure do the voice for him. So to me, it would be cool, but I don't think it'd be a good use of Marvel's money. (laughs) I I think the game will sell fine without it, you know? Um, That's, that's my take on that is like, yeah, it'd be cool. But also the thing is also whenever people are like, Logan, uh, Hugh Jackman should come back for Deadpool or something like that. You know, I was always like, why? Logan is like the perfect ending. It is. It is the perfect ending. Don't, don't add to it. Don't Toy Story for it. And I like Toy Story for it. Don't Toy Story for it. Logan's the end. Yeah. Leave it. Agreed. Um, And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It, it, unlike Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, it will be coming out on multiple platforms. Uh, much like Marvel's Avengers. And Danny, I wanted to update you on Marvel's Avengers. Wait, I, wait. I have a quick I question have, about Guardians. Okay, yeah. Okay, Is, what? Uh, Charles Martinet playing uh, Star-Lord? <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you know who Charles Martinet is? I do He's, not. I will do an impression of his most famous character. Are you ready for it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mamma mia! It's a me, a Mario! It's me, you Star Lord. Shut up. <laughs> well, it, it would I just know, be fair. I know you what know, you're doing. Fairness, I know what you're it would, doing. <laughs> it would be totally fair if Chris Pratt's gonna take his role that he should take the Star Lord. That would that would be it would funny. be fair. It would, it would be, be nice funny and fair. <laughs> um, All right. What were you gonna say about the Avengers game? 
So the Avengers game is actually it is a ton of fun. However, I the story is I really I really enjoyed the story. I've got the game now. Um, I really enjoyed the story. Um, I've not played the Wakanda story stuff yet because I want to play through chronologically, you know, with all the story stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been playing a bunch of the multiplayer uh, recently. Black Panther shreds like his character mechanics are awesome. Um, I love flying around as Iron Man. Um, I heard Miss Marvel is like the actual good part of the story, which I think is interesting, but I've still haven't played the game. Of the yeah, the story played through like Miss Marvel's stuff is it's flipping the story's really good and uh yeah i don't know the issue I was don't, that i think I, when it launched no one was playing the multiplayer so that's why it got a yeah. bad reputation because yeah. i know i know the multiplayer can get very repetitive it is very it it's very fun with a group of people you know i will say i will say that um, that it's it's a lot of fun with that. But out of all of the stuff that we've got, like it's better than Ultimate Alliance one and two. Um, better than you know quite a, quite a few of the other other hero games. And I'm not even going to include the Lego games in there because that's to me that's that's its own thing. But yeah, all right. So uh, yeah, so listeners. If you're if you and some friends are like, hey, I want to be superheroes, what do we want to play? Marvel's Avengers is it's pretty fun. I have fun on it. Uh, so, Danny, do you have some the Emmys? Emmys happened. Yeah, the Emmys happened. Amusingly, we delayed this episode a week because we figured maybe WandaVision would win a high profile award and then it didn't. But we're going to break down. Well, not break down. We're just going to tell you who won. Not only what WandaVision won, but also what MCU actors won other awards. Um, WandaVision won three technical awards. It won Outstanding Fantasy Sci-Fi Costumes. It won Best Music and Lyrics for Act of Follow Along. Sorry, Tyler, because you hate it. Um, and it won Outstanding Production Sign for a Narrative Program Half Hour. Now, MCU actors who won awards. Sterling K. Brown won Outstanding Narrator. Sterling K. Brown played Killmonger's dad. Um, Tyler's favorite character in the entire MCU, J.B. Smoove, who plays Peter Parker's teacher, who complains the entire time of Far From Home. Uh, he won Outstanding Actor in a short-form comedy drama, which basically <laughs> means he won, I don't know what he won for, but metaphorically, he won for Quibi. Like, that is the Quibi Award. <laughs> That's what I why, why is he my favorite character? Because uh, he's, he's, he's back. He's back in No Way Home. I hope Hannibal, I like Hannibal Burris more. <laughs> Hannibal Burris is also confirmed. Maybe. For... No, no, no. Remember, he said maybe. I don't know. I shot some scenes, but I don't know if I made the final cut. He's when on Hannibal's... IMDb. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That, is, that, that was the joke he says. I don't know if I'm in it, but I shot scenes. Um, it's true. For the actual big awards, Evan Peters won Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series for his other limited series he was in this year, Mayor of Easton. Uh, it was pretty cool to see him win. Also, pretty nice to see him win for a role that isn't a Ryan Murphy production. Um, and, of course, Evan Peters is <sighs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> and the real, hey, that, what I'm, I call the real Quicksilver. The real Quicksilver. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just calling him a Quicksilver variant. Or, actually, he's not even a Quicksilver Can we call variant, him the real but... Quicksilver? I like calling him that. He's the real one. Because he was the one who was the coolest. He's the real so Michaela Cole, one. this was the best win of the night. Michaela Cole won Outstanding Writing in a Limited Series for I May Destroy You. Michaela Cole is going to star in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We don't know who she's playing. Let's be real here. I'm just happy she won. Uh, I don't really care about the Marvel tie-in at all. This was the best win of the night. I was so happy for her because I May Destroy You rules, and this is the only award it won, at least on the main show. Um, and then Olivia Coleman, who will be in Secret Invasion, won Outstanding Actress in the Drama Series for The Crown. Uh, also, didn't have this listed, but I'm going to say it, uh, cause I always say this, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams did not win. It was ridiculous. It, but thankfully Kerry Washington presented him a tribute before, uh, he lost. Um, mm. I'm going to be very honest. I think the Emmys are ridiculous. Well, Emmys are always ridiculous. This is the first time I've really watched them. But the fact is I like Ted Lasso. It's a good show. 
haven't watched The Crown. I've heard it's good. You cannot tell me that The Crown should win every single drama series award. That's ridiculous. Ted Lasso also, love it, shouldn't win like four out of seven awards. You know, spread the love. There's more than one show on TV. Just that's all I got to say there. Like, you know, like, yeah, spread the love. Yeah. Honestly, especially honestly, with Michael I Kenneth think... Williams. I heard the guy who won in The Crown is barely even in the season. Sorry, what were you going to wow. say? Yeah. I was just going to say, I think awards like these awards are it's all fluff. It like and that people create stuff just like what you call Oscar bait, you know, like, well, I'm like, yeah. that's not the purpose of art, you know, like, well, what's weird about the Emmys is like, you know, Breaking Bad one, you know, game. I don't like Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones won. It's just this really, I think they changed the voting system recently that now we get stuff where it's like this, where there's weird sweeps. Like, don't watch Shit's Creek. I've heard it's good. I don't think it probably deserved every single award last year. You know, I don't think yeah. we live in a time where anything should sweep. It doesn't make mm. sense to me. There's so much good well, stuff. Just with, with how many streaming services there are, how many channels on television that there are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Love HBO, but it shouldn't just be HBO winning every and Netflix because Netflix it was basically HBO and Netflix all night, and Ted Lasso. Mm. Ted Lasso's Apple, so good job, Ted Lasso. You brought some home for Tim Cook. I'm sure, he loves his Emmys. Anyway, Disney Plus Day. Tim it's Apple. Coming. What is it? Tell me. Yeah. What's Disney so uh, Disney Plus Day is basically going to be. It is the second uh, year anniversary of when Disney Plus. Uh, entered everybody's bank statements and started taking money from us. Um, so uh, Bob Chapek was currently like, hey, thank you for giving us money. We're also going to uh, do a big celebration. And I know that we said Shang-Chi, this is paraphrasing, <laughs> by the way, heavily paraphrasing, heavily well, We don't like Bob Chapek. We, we, we can put words in Bob Chapek's mouth, you know? like Yeah. Yep. Come back. So... <laughs> Uh, Bobby Chapek, he he Bobby basically Chapek. was like, he was like, look, I know that Shang-Chi is doing really well in theaters. And we said that it I know I a 45 day window. I know I called it, it would, an experiment. Yeah. He's like, I know I called it an experiment, but here, here's something else. We're not going to have it come out in the 45 day window. We're not going to have it come out in mid-October like we originally said. It's going to come out on November 12th to lead our Disney Plus Day. Um, yeah. To be clear, this Disney Plus Day is really happening not because it's two-year anniversary of Disney Plus. It's because the investor day last year was so huge for their stock. Like, the stock went so up after that. Yeah. This seems like an attempt to repeat that. Um, and speaking of it, uh, obviously not listed, but I'll mention it briefly. Is there's going to be a Boba Fett special to market the future of Star Wars, and that also means there's going to be a Marvel special to talk about the future of the Disney Plus shows Marvel will have. And I think these will function like Investor Day did last year. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's basically where we'll probably Feige, get trailers for Miss Marvel. Feige, yeah, where Feige went up on stage and was like, "Hey, this is what this is going to be titled," and we have this title and this and this and this. And we got like Were the Loki had... trailer. We got um, yeah, one division. Well, we got a second one division trailer. One division was already in marketing, I believe, and we got a um, Falcon. Winter, I couldn't remember the show. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Trailer. <laughs> 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 what was everyone we got? Um, <laughs> also, Bob. Bob Chapek uh, within the past week recently said uh, talent <laughs> he said talent is the future of Disney and we'll make sure we pay them their due um, and then later on he goes we want to introduce sports betting to ESPN <laughs> I, I have nothing so, to comment there I have nothing to, like to I, add it's, I, Bobby Chapek speaks for himself <laughs> it's it just it's like Talent's the future of Disney, and if the talent Gambling. doesn't make it, at least we'll make our money back on sports betting. Like, <laughs> I I don't understand it. Also, um, kind of related, I do see a lot more streaming, uh, streaming services starting to get into the live sports. Hulu already does it, um, and 
Amazon already has an agreement with the uh, National Football League to host their Thursday night games on on. And then, like, I think like Netflix did tennis last year, or Amazon did. I forget who did, but Amazon or Netflix has been uh, reportedly tossing around the idea of hosting of streaming live F1 series racing events on their platform. And now Bob Chapek's like, hey, let's do sports betting on ESPN. So, which already hosts live sports. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of looking like something's shaping, shaping up there. So, Danny, do what? The big news to end us on. Oh, yeah. Not really this you, but we got some Luca news. Luca now Disney Plus Day. I know we covered it, but we're gonna get Shang Chi on Disney Plus. We're gonna get a Marvel special. We're gonna get even a Boba Fett special. But most importantly of all, we are getting a Luca short film called Ciao Alberto. It is being directed by the head of story of Luca. Uh, it's very exciting. We're very happy in this time because it's not a TV show. It's not a sequel, but it is a Pixar short presumably about alberto pretty crazy if it wasn't with that title (laughs) (laughs) it'd be a good twist you like watch it it's like it's and maybe it's like about like lucas parents trying to find alberto in town and they don't find him and they go well ciao alberto and that's the whole thing that's my prediction uh we will cover this in the green when it comes out even though definitely (laughs) we gotta do Uh, the podcast part three (laughs) it should be it should be noted that ciao in the italian language uh, ciao oh, yeah, means both hello do what we should tell more speculation but go on yeah ciao, you can tell them your speculation <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, ciao means both hello and goodbye my speculation is that Alberto and um what's her name Julia Julia yeah Julia are dating they they're dating and so they're like they hello know. hello alberto and luca's gonna say bye alberto because f- friend I, god i i think <laughs> it breaks my heart too isn't Danny. that the exact opposite of the luca plot you need hold this on, hold on. i gotta i gotta point out the incest here i have to point out that the incest to me implies that basically the dad of Julia is taking in Luke uh, and Alberto as like a son-ish figure. So I mean, like that's how I like you know like he's living with uh, Julia's dad. So whenever Julia comes to visit, she'll be he'll be like the brother. You get what I mean? Like, but have you you're not discussed now? <laughs> <laughs> have you not? Have you not seen Game of Thrones? No. Have you? <laughs> We cannot talk about that in regards to this movie. Have you have you not seen have you not seen the Umbrella Academy? No. Okay, I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. But <laughs> well, my speculation is um, it's got to set up my Luca sequel. Okay. Well, well, my 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 speculation is um, much like the classic pitch that I have of Coco to Miguel dies is that Chalaberta means he's gonna die. Alberto is going to die. That is the plot of the short. Um, I, I just imagine the director of Luca is like, everyone keeps tweeting him. He's like, are you going to do a sequel to Luca? Are you going to do a sequel to Luca? He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell the head of story on this movie to direct the short film and kill Alberto. That will teach him to ask for it. And that's where this is going to go. Why is the short we- about Alberto and not Uncle Ugo? Wouldn't we want a short about Uncle Ugo like visiting the surface? <laughs> That's where I would go with the short. I don't about. I don't want the short of Uncle Ugo. I just want the uh, I just want the tapes. The raw tapes. The, the raw, raw tapes of Sarah, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> just recording his lines. I just want to <laughs> see that. Um I'll go Okay, so I'll go with what you propose. For the, Lu- yeah, for the Luca dying. short, not Luca dying, Alberto dying, and oh, then okay. the Lucas equal is Luca having That's to something. travel to find Alberto's killer. Oh, I thought we were going to our crossover, and him, he was going to go to Mexico to find Miguel and figure out how to get to the land of the dead. Oh yeah, Alberto. let's do that. 
Let's do yeah. that because yeah, that's this, a lot more Pixar friendly than what mine is. Yeah, I, was I just, say, uh, I just, I made Luca I mean, also, be Liam Neeson. So, if someone's gonna, uh, who do we? If Alberto suddenly showed up murdered, <laughs> I think we know who the number one suspect is. The movie makes it pretty clear it would be our boy Hercule. It's got to be him. You know, he's sixteen. He's got a mustache. He's like this. This punk kid, only a few years younger than me, he's a sea monster. He doesn't have facial hair. You know, how did Luca's dad grow? Was he born with the facial hair? Because, you know, it's his fins, too. I don't know. We're, I think we should probably wrap this up. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, yeah, we probably should. It's like it's like my speculation I once had of, was Luca an egg or was, he, was his mom pregnant? Then All right, answer. so that wraps up our uh, Does the amniotic fluid episode. suddenly become an egg? <laughs> Why are you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's the news. Go on. <laughs> we need to go to bed. Okay. All right. We'll see you next time. In. There'll be carnage next time. Catch you in the next one.